Gemini, this is your week ahead astrology forecast from Astrology Motivation by Born Without Boundaries. Welcome guys and thank you so much for checking out my channel. This is a breakdown of the major astro astrological planet astrological transits and uh, aspects and how they impact your natal sun. So in relationship to your natal sun. So this is definitely a reading for Gemini sun sign or anybody that would like to hear it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start as broad as possible. So if there are big events that are happening to everyone, like, like Pluto last week transiting into Aquarius, I'm going to discuss big stuff like that with you just because it is big and it will impact all of us. Um, and then I'm going to get more specific with things that just impact all Geminis. And then I will go into the decans. Now a decan, if you don't know, if you're just finding me, decan is 10 degrees. It's a, a set or a group of 10 degrees. And uh, because an entire zodiac sign has 30 degrees, takes up 30 degrees of the entire 360 degree wheel, um, there are three decans in each zodiac sign. So if your natal sun falls between 0 and 10 degrees Gemini, you are Gemini 1 because you're in the first decan of Gemini. If your natal sun falls somewhere between 10 and 20 degrees, you are Gemini 2 because your natal sun falls, be, uh, falls within um, the second decan of Gemini. And if you are, if your natal sun falls between say 20 and 29 degrees Gemini, your natal sun then um, falls within the third decan of Gemini. So you guys are Gemini threes. And the reason I divide them like that is because this is, this is the way astrologers divide them. And it's necessary because, because of the, de the degrees of difference, even though you're all in Gemini, all your sons are somehow in Gemini, um, are placed in Gemini, they will be interacting with different planets in very different ways based on the angles of interaction. So, uh, you know, the difference between 25 degrees in astrology is the difference between a sextile and a square. It's the difference between a square and a, tr uh, a trine. And so there's very, very different dynamics uh, going on. And so it's, it's best to break them down that way. If you guys don't know where your natal sun is located in Gemini, <clears throat> the estimates, estimates, guys, always check out your natal chart. They're free and easy to get. Just search them on the internet. You'll come up with free natal chart. All you need is your birth date, your birth time, and your birth place. It's all on your birth certificate. Call up mom, get your birth certificate, and you'll be able to figure all that out. Just input it real easy. You'll know exactly where your sun is. It'll tell you which degree your natal sun sits in Gemini. Um, but the dates about, this isn't it, because the dates change every single year. Um, but if you are a Gemini ones basically are May Geminis. Uh, Gemini twos are if you're born in the first week and a half of June. And then Ge Gemini, Gemini threes are basically up to Cancer cusp. So um, say like the 12th or 13th all the way through like maybe the, tw the, 20 the 21st. So somewhere around there or maybe the 11th. It could toggle on, on d in different years. Um, but those are the equivalent birth dates 
and I'll try if they're very specific happening to very specific people I will definitely try to break that down to you and get as specific as I can but like I say the dates are more hypoth um, I'm sorry more estimated than the degrees the degrees are specific so I can tell you the degrees always so this week what's happening for everybody is really interesting today on I'm sorry this is for March 30th to April 4th that is definitely something I always forget to say but it is written below in the title and it is on the thumbnail so it is March 30th to April 4th you're not going into this totally blind right but today something interesting happens because the moon goes in direct opposition to Pluto and it forms a grand square between the north and south node and what that does is almost put us into a position and yes I write all my down yes I, if you see me reading it's because I have to um, it's an emotional day about the direction of your life and who you are becoming and whether or not you like it and whether or not you're ready for it and do you want to like accept the changes the days of your life or or the way that you live changing and changing your choices changing even how you interpret who you are right a real sense of and if you if you notice we've been going through growing pains because Chiron has been conjunct Jupiter Jupiter is all about growth and Chiron's all about pain put them both together growing pains yes baby I said it yes I did so now we get to a point as Jupiter's pulling away from Chiron and really when this grand square forms sort of the epitome of the pain and now the coming on the other side of it the sense of okay um, maybe I'm turning a corner here turning a corner in my life and finding that I can actually be happy with letting go of who I thought I'd be and showing some more acceptance and even in some cases enthusiasm for who I actually have chosen to be and understanding that my choices had something to do with how I got here and that if I want to make different choices I can get somewhere else but it's almost like that consciousness understanding and awareness starting to dawn on people um, we also have Venus conjunct Uranus which is kind of a fun and kooky conjunction conjunctions are neither positive or negative easy or not easy they're just a bunch of energy and it depends on how you use them I don't think they're ever easy because it's it's not easy to, to wrangle energy um, Uranus is surprises and rebellion and so when it conjuncts my Venus conjuncts Uranus it's all about surprises and wanting to be rebellious when it comes to Venus stuff like feeling sexy feeling sensual who you're attracted to money what you value how you're valued what you're attracted to all of those things so don't be surprised if all of a sudden you feel like a a ping of interest from somebody surprising or that you're interested in somebody that you never thought would be surprising even if you're happily married but like never found somebody somebody attractive before all of a sudden it could just be like oh oh now i get it you know something like that or financially you know something something hopefully something good will happen but definitely something could catch you by surprise something funky and out of left field Uranus is definitely the curveball planet it likes to shock people and you know make make you think it's gonna come with a sleight of hand kind of you know make you think it's coming from a different direction so get prepared to be a little funky a little bit crazy maybe have a strange whirlwind romance it's only gonna last for about six days this week but I can tell you it's a whole heck of a lot of fun and uh, don't try to predict it don't try to predict it but it will be 
See, it's interesting because because Uranus likes to come out of left field and likes to surprise, conjunction with conjunctions with Uranus actually help us understand where the surprise is going to come a little bit better. So when it's conjunct to Venus, we know that it's going to come maybe in our finances or maybe in our sensuality or what we value or who we're attracted to. You know, we know that the left, the curveballs and the stuff coming out of left field, good or bad, is going to come there. So just for the next uh, couple of days, know that that's, that's possible. Um, let's double down now into, there was something else I wanted to say. Oh no, so the new, the full moon is coming up on April 6th, which is, which is next week. Uh, so outside of the scope of this week, um, that's actually really interesting because it's proceeding. It's between, it's between the sun is in Aries and the moon is in Libra and it's preceding the North and South node going there. That, that will happen in a couple of, in a month, month and a half. So, um, we'll talk about that when we get there. Mercury. Let's go into Mercury, guys, because wherever Mercury is, you really should keep an eye on it. As a Gemini and Virgo should too. Um, as a Cancer, I always keep an eye on where the moon is, where it's showing up, because basically it, that's the energy that it takes on. Like what zodiac? That's how it has to behave. It's like gotta behave. When in Rome, behave like a Roman. You know what I'm saying? When in Rome, do what Romans do. That's the old expression. So you kind of have to sort of assimilate to wherever you are. And yes, some some realms are more difficult for their ruler to assimilate to than others right um mercury is now going to be heading into taurus it is transiting into taurus let me get the date um on monday april 3rd um up until that point it's in aries it behaves very differently in aries in taurus there's a more solid pragmatic maybe even conservative and traditional way that it moves you know, happy with taking things slower or not changing things at all, figuring out how I can last or how it can last. This could also also be um, news or your mind is now focused on your money. Your money is your mind, your mind, your mind is on your money. That's kind of how it is. It's like, it's like really focused. It's a good time to pay taxes, get caught up with taxes. Is that, is that Mercury in Taurus time? This is a time for making really sound and responsible financial decisions. FYI. <clears throat> yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, let's go into, hold on. There's more things that are happening to uh, Mercury. Um, by Saturday, the, the first, not, this is no April Fool's joke, I promise you. By Saturday the first, um, Mercury will be square to Pluto and it will remain that way for uh, into next week. So um, that's a hard that's a hard position, to be honest with you. Uh, anything squared to Pluto, I don't envy it. Um, what does that mean? Mercury squared Pluto, talking too quickly, talking aggressively, thinking aggressively, also digging down deep, being investigative. Anytime Pluto and Mercury um, join up or meet up, it's very investigative. It's very digging deep, very almost private investigator energy. But this is that square. So it could be that somebody's doing it to you or it could be that 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 kind of mentality or not being able to let things go or digging too deep is squaring so it's 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 causing distraction or it's frustrating you because you need more information and more information and more information thank god mercury moves quickly so it won't last in that square too long but for this next couple of days say five days it's going to be a pain in the ass i'm just gonna let you know i'm gonna tell you that right now it's gonna be a pain in the tushy um 
So this week, Mercury moves from 23 degrees Aries, so it covers 10 degrees in a week, um, 23 degrees Aries to 3 degrees Taurus. 3 degrees Taurus is the square to Pluto. Um, but by the in a couple of days, in a couple more days, so right after the full moon, Mercury will be clear of that square, okay? It moves fast enough to get clear of it really quickly, but honestly, there's just a sense of maybe something coming up that is bothersome, information being discovered, all of that kind of stuff, having to confront it. Because if you confront a square, beautiful things can happen. You know, you use that challenge as a lesson and wonderful things can happen. So let's dig down into the decans, right? First, we have Gemini 1s. So those are my May Geminis. May Geminis, your natal sun is going to be trying to Pluto this week. And I love that. And I love that for you. And it's going to be like that most of this year. This is a beautiful thing. If you're going to be with anything to Pluto, let it be sextile or let it be trine. This is a harmonious thing, which is like harmonious with the energy of change, accepting of change, desiring of change, and almost benefiting from change, especially extreme changes, being willing. It's sort of like your metamorphosis time, like being willing to let go of the past, let it die, let it burn, let it be over, let it be gone, and let me start something new. That's this whole year. We can always come back to it, especially when something conjuncts else conjuncts your natal sun or conjuncts Pluto to uh, sort of exacerbate that. We'll come around and talk about it. Um, you are also square to Saturn Gemini 1s. Now, that's only for those of you who are at the very, very beginning of Gemini 1, you know, just on sort of that Taurus Gemini cusp. Um, you guys are going to be square to Saturn because Saturn is at the very first degrees of um, Pisces. So, um, and that's okay. It, that's not going to impact all of you as strongly as what I'm saying, but um, but it does. It, it has an impact. And square to Saturn means, you know, struggling or struggling against authority figures, rules, laws, and regulations. It doesn't mean you're going to lose. It just means it's going to be a pain in the ass while it happens. Um, and that's going to last an extended period of time because Saturn's going to be there for a while. And then we have, as in months, <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Um, and then we have a sextile to the sun, but only at those at the very end of this decan. Because the sun is, is, is by Sunday, April 2nd, the sun, I'm sorry, the sun moves pretty quickly. It's, um, it's at 9 degrees Aries when we start. And by, it'll, by the next day, it's like 10 degrees. So it's really only those of you who are at the very, very end of the first decade, say those born around like um, May 30th into June 1st, some, somewhere like that, is going to be sextile to the sun. You're going to have that confidence. You're going to have opportunities open for you because of that confidence, because of that courage, and because of just like light shining and you being certain, having certainty of yourself and being seen, being noticed and grabbing attention. By Sunday, April 2nd, you guys, your natal suns will be square to the moon, which means that during this full moon, um, the full moon is in Libra. Um, you guys, because you are in the first decan, um, I know I, don't, I still I think the full moon is a little bit too far in for you actually to be squared to the moon, but um, it just may be a more challenging moon for you because of the 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 positioning. Um, but Sunday, April second, you guys are square to the moon for at least 
a couple of days leading up to the full moon while it's in Virgo. So just an FYI, those could be very emotional days for you. Um, especially emotional around things not going as planned or things maybe worrying more about your health or something like that. Not to say that anything's wrong with you, but to say that there's more worry, more concern, and more distraction around that because um, the moon is in Virgo. Um, we have the second decan. So Gemini 2s. <sighs> A lot. So your sun is sextile to the sun for most of this week. Uh, after this after like say Friday the sun drops into decan too so your sun is sect sextile to the sun which is awesome opportunities and then your sun is sextile to Chiron which is learning and seeing opportunity from ways or pain that you've suffered and then sextile to Jupiter until Tuesday when Jupiter drops into um, the third decan of Aries there is a sense of um, there is this sense of um, real luck and real fortune. I mean, sextile to Jupiter is one of the most fortunate fortunate conjunctions you can have. And I'm sorry, fortunate aspects you can have. So there is that, that, means that sense of, I don't know, just get lucky. Having lucky opportunities, um, at least up through Tuesday. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it lasts. On Monday, the 3rd of April, your natal sun is going to be square to the moon. So that could be a particularly worrisome, emotional, or frustrating day for you because the moon is in Virgo and it's going to be centered around things like worried about your health, getting really irritated if things don't go as expected or planned, stuff like that. Um, and then Decant 3s. So Gemini 3s. If you were at the very end of Gemini 3, so on that Cancer cusp, you your natal sun is still conjunct to Mars, but this would be at the very end. Say say your birthday is like June twentieth, right? Um, your your and it will be through Tuesday, the April fourth, and then Mars is too far into Cancer for it to really be impacting you guys anymore. Um, um, as far as a conjunction, um, so what does that mean? Energy, stamina, um, vitality maybe maybe sexual stamina horniness right um, um, being proactive willing to take bigger risks I'm not saying you should but it's all this like better very masculine energy just coming over you and so that will be that kind of stamina will be with you through the fourth <laughs> sorry I just got an itch um, and then we have yeah I know um, and then we have your natal sons after the 4th of April, Jupiter is going to be sextile to your natal sun. So after the 4th and through the rest of the end of the week, because this goes through April 5th, I believe. Um, yep. And then through into next week, lucky week coming for you. So sextile, whenever your sun is sextile to Jupiter, this is a really good week. And Jupiter at this point is still in Aries. So luck, physical luck, physically lucky, um, uh, lots of energy, lots of opportunity, lots of willingness and understanding about what to do with your body, how to move it, how to take chances, what risks to take, all of those things. So very, very fortunate, very lucky, lucky week um, coming up. So that starts on Tuesday in this week, um, April 4th. And then we have 
until the fifth of this week so until the end of this week um you are going to be sextile to mercury as well mercury will start to drop into taurus and move away very quickly but right now it is in the third decan of aries and while it's there it is sextile to you guys and that means that your minds are quick they're sharp you you can communicate very very well understand people communicate be heard people want to hear you think think quickly this is a great time to take tests do interviews apply for jobs like this is when your brain is working at its sharpest so use it use that opportunity um your natal suns those of you born at the very end of gem of decan three like i said around say june 20th maybe june 19th maybe june 21st if you're in a year where that wasn't cancer yet um you guys are still square to neptune you guys are still square to Neptune. Um, it's very weak. It's weakening. But it could still be that you're getting lost in la-la land or having brain fog every once in a while. FYI. Um, and then we have that sextile, I'm sorry, that trine to Saturn. Only those at the very end as well. Because Saturn is at two degrees. Um, Saturn is at two degrees um, Aquarius. So... No, 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 he's not. No, no, no. He's at two degrees Pisces. So it just exited Aquarius. And that, and that's still, for those of you born at the very, very end, you still have about maybe 26 degrees between you. So that's still technically, I'm not 26 degrees. Um, you still have about, what, about 86 degrees? It's not full 90, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's still a, it's still a trine. So that means, no, no, 90 degrees would be a square. The trine is 120 degrees. So it doesn't matter. It like, it does matter. But in terms of what I'm saying, say maybe 116 degrees, 117 degrees, it's still there, but it's loosening and it will get looser. So it'll get looser as Saturn moves, moves deeper into Pisces. But for right now, you guys at the very end of Gemini, those dates that I gave Gave you like say the 19th 20th maybe the 21st definitely the 20th and the 21st if the 21st was Gemini in the year that you were your natal son landed there um year that you were born um it's you guys that are trying to Saturn and that's really good take advantage of that especially up through the fifth of this of this week up through April 5th because that means that you will do really well with tests really well in interviews and authority figures you'll have you'll have this ease and it'll be really smooth for you to work with like bosses and authority figures and rules and, and it's like oh my god if you have to take a driver's test or any test about laws and rules and regulations I mean you're gonna master it you're gonna ace it you're gonna impress whoever you interview with this will go very very well for you this week so it's a good time you could also smooth out any kind of legal matters or issues that you've been dealing with really good time for you guys to do do that all right so if you have any questions um um you could definitely leave them below leave your comments below i love to hear them if you haven't subscribed yet please remember to subscribe and definitely go check out your gemini week ahead tarot reading on born without boundaries tarot i love you guys so much and i will talk to you next week bye gemini